Hi everyone, I'm Crystal, and this is my very, very first podcast. It's called Comfort and Growth, so welcome. What I want to do today is take you through my favorite topic, which is how to start your day right. What we're going to do is to share some tips and secrets of highly productive people in today's podcast, and I want to talk about my perfect day. Before I do that, I want to say that, of course, the perfect day doesn't really exist. Every day we have this sort of ideal structure. Having an ideal structure really helps because it gives me something to aim towards. But then, of course, every single day is different. Sometimes you'll have a bad night's sleep. Sometimes you'll be rushing for something. So not every day is the perfect day. But in my perfect life, this is kind of how it would look. In my perfect day, it actually starts the night before. So that means that before you go to sleep the night before, and by the way, I will do a podcast episode about evening routine, but one thing that's important is actually getting your priorities set up the evening before. So that when you wake up in the morning, if you're anything like me, you probably wake up and there's a million things going through your head and it's good to have the clear priorities like thought through the evening before. So what I like to do is to get my journal the night before and write down for the next day, what are the top three things that I want to accomplish and particularly star the one most important thing that is the like must do of the next day so that I know when I start the morning the next day, everything's really clearly set up for me in my planner. So let's take it from the beginning. So in my perfect day, it starts at seven o'clock in the morning and I'll normally have about eight hours of sleep. Greg will come upstairs and he'll have for me my Avo shake, which has mecha powder, has some bee pollen. It has a whole bunch of like a protein powders, bulletproof collagen protein in it. And he'll come upstairs. It's, it's probably got an Avo and a banana in it as well. And he'll hand me the shake. And I also combine it with my liposomal, liposphericic vitamin C supplements. These are little sachets of like fat-based vitamin C supplements that I take all the time. I honestly swear by them because in my job, I do so much public speaking. I'm like hugging, shaking hands and touching lots of surfaces, hundreds of people every day. And it really helps me with my immune health. So first things first, I'll go to the bathroom. And I'll brush my teeth before I have my Avo shake. After I brush my teeth, I'll have a full glass of water. And then after that, I'll take my Avo shake. And then Greg will be like opening all the curtains in our bedroom and letting the fresh air in because he's German. He loves his fresh air. And it's just a really nice moment to connect to ourselves and have some silence. So normally for the first half an hour, I try not to go near technology whatsoever. I have the saying, which is OPP. And if you're of a certain era like me, there was this rap song was like OPP. Yeah, you know me. Well, maybe you're not that old, but um, OPP, I like to think of, stands for, in my world, other people's problems. And I always say, don't start your day off with OPP. Because the moment you grab your mobile phone and you look at it, everything that's on your mobile phone, the notifications, the WhatsApps, the Slack messages, etc., the emails, all of that is other people looking for you to fix their problems or companies or social media, and they're looking to harvest your attention for their own purposes. 
So very important, start off your day putting yourself first. I think it's important to reflect on how you feel, how you are actually doing internally. So while I'm drinking my apple shake, I'll probably tune in and think to myself like, was there anything to process about my last night's sleep? Were there any interesting dreams? Sometimes Greg and I will share about our dreams um, while we're drinking our shake. And then once we are done, there's two options that present themselves. So option A is when we have more time, we go for a morning strategy walk. So what is a morning strategy walk? Well, the thing is that Greg and I work together, as you know, and we're also a couple and it's important to have boundaries. So I don't like to talk about, you know, strategy or business in the bedroom as far as possible. So sometimes if we've got a very busy day, a very busy week, especially on a Monday, we will go for a morning strategy walk around our neighborhood. Um, We have a lovely canal just um, next to our house and Sometimes like Greg will take his morning coffee and I'll take our, my shake and we'll actually just stroll along and we'll use that time to discuss everything that's on the agenda. So what we want to achieve for the day, for the week, any people, staff members that we need to discuss, you know, what kind of uh, uh, priorities that we have and even tasks that we need to get done as a couple for our household, you know, bills, travel arrangements, that sort of stuff. And We'll talk about all of this stuff when we're walking and it helps us get some exercise in as well. The other function of this is that when you get out in the morning and you see the morning light, it's really good for resetting your circadian rhythms. And um, this means that, you know, when I've had a bad night's sleep or, you know, sometimes I'm jet lagged because I'm traveling so much, sometimes your sleep is out of sorts. So most sleep experts suggest that even if you had a bad night's sleep, you should always wake up at the same time. And you should always try to get some sunlight exposure when the sun is coming up. And that just helps like reset your body clock and get you in the right mood and also kickstart your metabolism. So we'll go for the morning strategy walk on days when we have enough time. And if we don't have enough time, that presents option B. Option B is that we can do a quick mindfulness meditation together and we keep meditation um, cushions next to our bed. So we just grab a meditation cushion, throw it on the floor. The two of us sit there and that is where we can just put on a timer for whatever time we have, five minutes, 10 minutes, sit down and meditate together. Sometimes I like to do a meditation that's guided. So an insight timer or on Spotify, YouTube, I have all these lists of my favorite meditation teachers. Um, some of my favorites are Rick Hansen, who's a dear friend of mine. Uh, Tara Brock, I love her meditations. Uh, she's got a rain meditation, which is really useful as well. Um, sometimes I like Kristin Neff, who's a self-compassion researcher. And uh, of course, one of my all-time favorites, Jack Cornfield. Uh, and John Kabat-Zinn, the father of MBSR. So uh, I'm going to put all of those in the show notes so that you can access them. And we also have some meditations on our YouTube channel as well. So all of those will be in the resources. A lot of you ask me about what kind of supplements I take. I've already mentioned the liposphere vitamin C. I sometimes take a vitamin B if I need to be super sharp. 
because I believe firmly that vitamin B helps your brain function. Sometimes I take ginkgo biloba as well, which is for brain functioning. Since I was little, my mom was always about giving me supplements that help my brain. And I think it probably helped me and my two brothers. Um, so vitamin B, ginkgo biloba. I also take some hair supplements because I had some hair fallout when um, I was stressed and, you know, after I had kids. So hair is something I have to constantly monitor. Um, I have a hair doctor, um, Dr. Joshua at Terra Medical Clinic, and he gives me the supplements like Nutrafol or like Norcrin, um, and they're really, really good for helping me uh, with my hair. Oh, and very important, probiotics. Probiotics are really important for your gut health, and gut health is so crucial for your happiness, your dopamine, for your, um, you know, everything, your functioning. So probiotics, I take seed probiotics, and I've also started taking uh, BNR17 probiotics as well. What I like about seed pro probiotics, and this is not sponsored, um, is that they have a subscription that I can pause. So it just comes to my house every month, and I really like how they work. Somehow I feel less bloated and less gassy after taking both the seed and the BNR17 probiotics. And um, yeah, that's about it. I don't believe in taking too much stuff. In the evening, I'll take a magnesium supplement and I'll continue the hair pills. But um, yeah, I think that taking too much supplements sometimes taxes your liver. And uh, sometimes I'll even go on a break from all of the supplements except for the vitamin C and the hair supplements, just to give myself a little break. Um, I also am a big believer of TCM, traditional Chinese medicine. I see my TCM doctor probably once every two weeks, and she will take my pulse, and she will check my tongue, she'll look at a whole bunch of sort of vital indicators, and then she'll prescribe me some herbs for whatever I'm going through. Sometimes it'll be like herbs for my immune system. If I've been traveling a lot, sometimes it'll be herbs to improve my sleep. Sometimes it'll be herbs to help my digestion and help me with bloating. So I really like TCM because it feels so customized. Like there's always someone who's looking after you and monitoring what's going on. And with TCM, after each consult, um, you get like these sachets of pills or herbs that you just add to water and I'll take those every morning and evening as well. Okay, so now that I'm done with my supplements and I've had my apple shake and I've done my meditation, it's time for me to shower. On my ideal day, I will actually dry brush and I'll do this sort of like uh, dry brushing in circular motions towards my heart. Um, before I shower to, to get my whole circulation going and it just makes me feel really really alive so after that um, I jump into the shower do my whole shower thing this probably deserves an uh, entire other episode about shower but um, after I get out of the shower I do my skincare routine but I love to multitask in a productive way and when I say multitasking I mean passive multitasking I don't mean trying to do two things that take focus at a time, but passive multitasking is when you stack one uh, thing that one activity that needs less attention with one activity that needs more attention or two activities that require relatively low brain power. So for me, I like to stack my skincare routine 
and my makeup routine when I'm sitting at my makeup table. I will have a podcast, something educational going on in the background. I always have a whole list of educational podcasts that I love to listen to. Of course, I have my bestie, Rach Reflex, and I love to listen to her stuff. There's Diary of a CEO, which I love as an entrepreneur. He always features different entrepreneurs and their top uh, secrets or you know life stories of how they got so successful. I love Tim Ferriss as well. He has a lot of high performers on his podcast. I love Esther Perel. She's a relationships expert. Ramit Sethi is another podcaster who is a psychologist and he interviews people about their financial habits. I love hearing about people's approach to money, savings. It really interests me as an ex-investment banker myself. And last but not least, Andrew Huberman, who is you know one of the most well-respected wellness experts and neuroscientists. And uh, he's done so much in how to optimize your body, how to be more productive, how to optimize your sleep. So after my whole makeup, skincare and learning routine is done, I'm going to start checking my mobile phone just to make sure that there are no fires burning and that, you know, I'll check my Slack to make sure that my team doesn't need anything urgent from me, settle any WhatsApps that need me to reply And then I'll go to my planner, my journal. I'll open it up and I'll see what I've written the night before in terms of my top three priorities and like what's going on in my day. What I do is that I have a digital system and I have an analog system. And too many people are very binary about their productivity systems. They think that, oh, you know, I'm not one of those dinosaurs. I use Google Calendar and I use uh, Trello or Slack or whatever. And then uh, other people are like, oh no, I only do handwriting and I need to have this journal or this like diary inside my handbag, whatever. But actually, I think the best is to use both because both systems have their own distinct advantages. I use Google Calendar and Trello to keep myself... Uh, you know, organized across all of my devices. I have an Android, I have an iPhone, I have iPads, I have desktops, I have laptops. My daughter was actually noticing that I have like 10 devices logged in or whatever. So I really need digital systems that keep me organized so that I know what my uh, schedule is like. And one thing I like to do with the digital system is time blocking. That means that I have a task list and I use Todoist, for my task list and all my tasks actually get put on my Google Calendar. So my philosophy is that if the task doesn't occupy a block in my calendar, it's not going to get done. So if I have on my task like write a proposal, it becomes a calendar item so that I know between 10 and 11 o'clock I am doing that, for example. So other than the digital systems, I also have a whole bunch of journals that I use um, to help me with my goal setting, to help me understand my day's priorities, to help me journal more about like uh, double click into like what each goal looks like um, and so forth. And to be honest, I haven't found like one single journal that helps me do everything. And it's my fantasy actually to come up with my own journal one day that helps me do all of that because I use physical journals for things like recording dreams. I use them for goal setting. Uh, I use them for in, uh, each day's t- 
task setting. So like I mentioned, the three items that I want to get done uh, in a day, I think also really useful to have a um, four month sort of layout where I can look at four months at a time uh, and really see what's going on. Because for me, uh, when the, the drawback of a digital Google calendar is that you can only see one month at a time and it, it just doesn't allow me to have a good grasp on what's coming up in the future. So stay tuned to the space. Maybe you'll see something interesting going on in the future in terms of me launching planners. Anyway, um, when I get into my planning stage, this is where I have my Google Calendar up there uh, so that I know on my, on my devices what I have coming up for the day. And then I also have my Trello, which is my Kanban board. And I can see what are the tasks or projects that I have. Okay, so once I know what I'm doing for the day by checking my Google Calendar and also checking my physical planner, then it's time to get to work. And I am super excited almost every day to get to work. I think it's a great privilege to do something that I care so deeply about and at the same time be able to impact so many people's lives. Um, to be honest, social media is something that brings me a lot of joy. So I don't actually have to put it in my calendar. I just naturally tend to check my phone throughout the day and record things that interest me. One habit that I have is throughout the day, if there's anything that's interesting going on, I always just pull out the camera and record it. And um, that's how I get a lot of social media inspiration. If I have an idea that pops into my head for something, some reel, some TikTok or IG uh, that I want to to film, I'll just make a note of it in my Trello board uh, and under my social media ideas Trello board. And that way I have a whole bunch of ideas that I can always come back to. So that was the end of my very comprehensive how to start your morning uh, routine, right? In my perfect world. Of course, it doesn't always happen like this. Some days, you know, it's just literally brushing my teeth and rushing out of the door and grabbing my supplements with me. But I think by having a comprehensive structure, that's something to aim towards. And I wish you all the best in customizing this. Make this your own. Use these sort of resources that I have in the show notes and I've shared with you so that you can make what works for you. Thank you so much for watching the first episode of my podcast, Comfort and Growth, the podcast for people who are passionate about personal growth, learning, and productivity. See you in the next one.